Hey, jibbers and jabbers, it's J-Mac here. This is just for you audio listeners. Thank you very much for listening to us as long as you have. We much appreciate it and we hope you're still enjoying it. But we would love it if you would go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you love what you hear, you'll love what you see. Get over there now, click on subscribe to keep up to date. Thank you. Good evening, jibbers and jabbers, the jibber jabber community. J Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I like to put him on the spot. Good evening, guys. It is Sunday night, and tonight we have a very special guest. As you can see from the the, the background art here and that really talented intro, uh, we are joined by Victoria Glightly. 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 So we're always going to happen. That was always no, going to happen. I said it all day. I've been like, Glightly, Glightly, Glightly. <laughs> Right. Um, so yeah, we, today we're joined by a really incredible artist. This is a woman who, who does her dream job for a living. So she's living the dream. I mean, that's subjective to everybody. You know what living the dream is, and she she's doing it. So not only are we speaking to her about art and about her inspirations, her story, but we get to speak to someone who's who's there, who's living their absolute dream. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. J Mac, you looking forward to it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, just looking at those time lapse videos, that's only a few of the ones that that we've actually seen, and mm-hmm. the work is incredible. My favorite so far that I've seen was the Wu Tang Clan. That was that was really good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Uh, but yeah, incredible artist, and again, it's it's just really impressive to see somebody who has turned their passion into a living. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, looking forward to the conversation. Absolutely. I love watching the time lapses because think about this. If you commission an artist to do a painting, you get the painting in the post, right? But at least with Victoria, you can go into her Instagram and you can watch that being created. You can see every kind of every moment that went into that, um, which for me is just like, because I have I have my own art that I'd like to present to Victoria today to see what she <laughs> thinks. Right. And anybody that knows me and has been following us will know that I'm, I'm quite the artist. <laughs> um, and I also have some local art as well that I'd maybe like to get her opinion of because, I mean, just looking at that that she's done, I'm going to actually bring up a picture here. Like, just look at that, right? Mm. That's and, and when when you see the the way she does it, she's just literally looking at like an iPad, right? And just goes like her hand almost moves like a, a you know the wee machine that kind of traces your heart heart rate, just goes like this. Her hand just moves across the page, and and it becomes this absolute work of work of beauty so yeah. i'm not going to beg her up anymore i'm just going to bring her in now and we'll chat to her <laughs> about about the masterpiece so ladies and gentlemen victoria glightly yeah i yeah, said it right <laughs> yeah you got it right you got it right the very first time and then you oh did i oh no i doubted myself that's what it is i doubted myself and we should never doubt ourselves um, <laughs> no no that's it's, yeah we're only working with what you gave us and um, that that's i mean I imagine we're seeing it in a, a very fast time lapse. How long does it take for you guys, like for you to do to kind of get that done? Is that a few hours? It depends on the piece, but um, I just did a 24 by 36 in 20 hours, two 10 mm-hmm. hours sitting. So, what? so I can, those paintings normally take me two or three days sitting. 
Uh, so it is quite. A, it's quite. It's what they call a shift. Uh, but I suppose you can. But it's not as quick as it makes it look. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's one of those things which is perfect for uh, social media because you can sit there and watch it, and it isn't something that's going to take up two hours of your time. And you, as the the payoff comes really quick, which is right. which is brilliant. Um. So. So the way we kind of found out about you is our good friend G Tom Mac. So initially, when I first kind of saw it, it was the Lost Boys stuff you'd done, and you created the mask, which I was like, "What?" And G had called us, and he was like, "Mate, guys, you need to check out this woman. She's so talented." Um, and he showed, sent us over some of the stuff, and I was like, "What?" So I tracked you down on social media. I started watching, and we chat a bit more with G, and he was like, "You know, you guys, you guys would should speak to her." And I was like, "Hey, mate, I was thinking that myself." Uh, uh, so we, we had a chat, and. And then I've seen all the other work that you've done. And, I, and one thing that's quite cool is we have a lot of, like, you and me especially, maybe also J-Mac, because he's quite, he's quite old and, like, he sits by <laughs> pipe now. Right? Um, but, I'll give you that one. <laughs> right, 36 but, years young. Yeah, but <laughs> but um, a lot of the stuff you've painted are all the, the guys I had on my wall growing up and all my friends that, you know, Dave Grohl. I mean, who didn't, like, completely binge Nirvana? Right. So, so, like, for me all the work you're doing is, is completely up my alley you know it's, it's... yeah those pieces are tough like when trying to pick five cohesive people you mm -hmm. upset somebody you know it's yeah. like, well where is this guy where is this guy it's like uh... get them all i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was possible you know uh, i can imagine there's always the what you call the what they call it when you're driving the back seat uh what is it yeah, when someone yeah. Yeah, yeah. When someone doesn't drive, but they're sitting in the passenger seat right, telling the driver right. how to drive. Yeah, I like, have responded with something similar to that. Like, okay, well, when you paint yours, I'd love for you to. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think what's cool as well is the way you do it on social media. Like, people, people don't just want to have the picture. Like, you could. Uh, I imagine you could maybe find twenty artists who could paint you a picture of Dave Grohl. But the way you do it, people want you to paint. Dave Grohl because they're there they're watching that journey you know what I mean I think that's kind of what but between that and how good it looks that's what kind of sets you apart is you've got the you have the the presence that you bring to the to the image as well so when they get it they've got the story and I think that that's really important would you not say so J Mac yeah I mean it, you, your stuff has a it's it's a signature look that it mm -hmm. has and yeah. I, I think I it's have that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean it, the the, the use of the the color and everything everything just pops out of the the picture and I, well, in fact that depends on the subject matter like i saw the the one that you did of robin williams where there was mm -hmm. not not much color used um but the again the, the way that just jumps off the canvas is is amazing how do you choose who you're going to do do you do you have a list written down of things that you're going to do or do you just wake up one day and think i'm going to do this guy today I don't, I don't have a list. Um, I get a lot of my inspiration for future pieces by people asking for it, you know, like mm -hmm. whether it actually ends up being a commission or not, I try not to take on a lot of commission work just because I've had a lot of pressure. It's like, okay, I'll paint it for you. And if you want to buy it, you can, but it just like removes the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I get a lot of the inspiration just for people requesting that I paint certain people. And I actually like when it's people I don't know, like when it's when it's a subject that I'm not familiar with. I actually mm. like that because then it exposes me to something new. And part of my process is to like uh, do YouTube documentaries on the, the band or the person. And mm -hmm. it develops my interest in doing the piece. So 
Yeah, that's amazing. Todd, a surprise former Jibber Jabber guest, uh, he has asked, does she take orders from people? And I know exactly why he's asked that. Is because that that image that I put up has Eddie Van Halen on it, and this yeah. guy lives and breathes oh, yeah. Eddie Van Halen. Oh, man, I just saw the original to you. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Todd, I believe you. So you do do. So if someone wants to contact you, you do do the oh, commissions. Commission just, work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just um, like pop culture. Um, and I do provide a design, a reference design first, so you're going to know what it's going to look like. I've done a couple mm -hmm. of comparisons, like posts that show my reference versus the painting. So mm -hmm. they're pretty, they're pretty darn close. It still kind of takes on its own yeah. style, That's... but yeah, if you like the design that I show you, you're going to like the painting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We've got Mark Deans in the comments here saying evening, guys. Mark Deans is also he's a local artist. I'll get I'll show some, I'll show you some of his work uh, coming up soon. And Todd A Surprise says, "Lol, you know me too well. Thanks." So yeah, <laughs> I, I knew that that Eddie Van Halen was going to trigger him. I mean, yeah. Van Halen itself. Van Halen's the kind of artist that, that has an an artistic piece that you know straight up. You know those lines, mm -hmm. like when you see that. Right, that's it's an identity itself. Huh? So when we were speaking to G. Tom Mack, he told us uh, initially, he kind of told us that you had a love of art, and then you you went to university and you got was it a degree in psychology? Oh, was it criminal psychology? I went to school for um, forensic science, and then I right. went to criminal justice. Right. So was that a case of like, obviously, when you're an artist or a musician and that's what you want to pursue because the kind of industry it is where it's tough it's really tough parents will usually be like you know you should maybe have a plan b or maybe try to do something that pays the bills while was that a case of that i mean what what's the story from a to b for yourself my art career is actually very short um i worked in a motorcycle shop for nine years wow. and then i didn't want to be in the motorcycle shop forever so that's when i started to go to school and I actually hadn't pursued art at all. I took some classes in grade school, like everybody, you know, mm. but I never pursued it. I was always really good at pencil and charcoal and color pencils. I had never painted, mm. but I didn't like how I couldn't create from my own mind. I was a portrait artist. I draw what mm. I see, which is what I still do, but I'm learning how to do design. <laughs> digitally, you know, mm -hmm. manipulate photo images and create something that I can use as a reference. But back then I didn't consider that art, so I never pursued it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after I moved cross country, cause I'm from Utah, I'm now in North mm -hmm. Carolina. Yeah. I wanted to paint something for someone's birthday and I hadn't painted. I just wanted to do something special and different. And I painted something for their birthday and I was like, this is kind of fun. Actually, I'm, I kind of enjoy this and I'm not that bad. So that was two years ago. So wow. that, that was when I did my first painting and it kind of just immediately took off. People were asking me to paint stuff, stuff for them and I was immediately selling things. So it's just developed from there. That's so the you dream, think, isn't it? That's yeah, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> so did you always yeah, kind of have a... It's yeah. mind-blowing. I can't believe I do what I do and live comfortably and enjoy what i do every day you know? that that is literally every that's the dream scenario for anyone so would you say then that that you maybe didn't so much grow up with an absolute passion for art like proper studying artists or stuff no was it just yeah, you literally just yeah, fell into art yeah i just fell into it now i loved it as a kid but mm -hmm. again it's like kids were drawing dragons and you know all these things that are crazy and cool and probably like you could do something interesting you know and I just you'll see it was interesting so yeah 
uh, I enjoyed it, but I didn't pursue it. Wow. See, I always, I'm, I always say this, right? You get, you can train someone to do something, right? But you do get these people that are just born with it, and I t- truly believe that. You, yeah, yeah of, of course, you can train to be great, but I think true talent just is there. Some people just have it, and I think maybe that's what you've kind of stumbled across. Do you yeah. kind of wish that you'd done that earlier, or? or uh, I think everything had to happen just the way it did. So yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm yeah. happy with how it all developed and uh, doing it at all. You know, so. I mean, that, that's that's incredible. I mean, it's for for us. Obviously, the dream is doing the podcasting, which I mean, it's doing well. But it can always be better. And at some point to say that this is our full-time job would be incredible. And I think that's a story in itself. I mean, what, what kind of advice would you give to any? Because you're, you're betting on yourself. You absolutely are. Um, so what advice would you give to up-and-coming artists about wanting to take that leap from doing it as a hobby? Because I know that I have friends like Mark Deans there that you'd seen. He, he would love to leave a nine-to-five job and solely do his art because it's a passion of his. Um, what, what would your advice be to him? Well, when you mentioned podcasting, like you have to pursue it like a job, you know, it's like it is a hobby and I love what I do, but I have to Mm -hmm. take it very serious. And as a full time artist, I still have to give myself a schedule, you know, every Mm -hmm. day I have to, you know, paint 10 or 12 hours and then developing your website and your social media presence and responding to people. It's it's a full time job and you have to that way. Oh, absolutely. It's a fun part, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes absolutely it's a big commitment and you are betting on yourself so you got to go all in and don't mm. devalue yourself like yeah throw it out there and if someone's like well that's too much it's like well then you're not my customer you know? <laughs> i like that <laughs> so, I, mean, I struggle with that myself still yeah. you know, I've, I've risen my prices quite a bit from when i started but um yeah you just can't devalue your work we were speaking mm. briefly before about the banana duct tape to a wall it's like <laughs> You know, it's yeah. what someone's willing to pay for it. So supply and demand. Yeah. Draw some crazy number and if <laughs> no one wants to, you know, <laughs> yeah. you never yeah. know. And you, you've uh, got to kind of, you I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you create your own value really. So you just don't devalue your own work. You know? mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when you, when you think if you're, if you're taking 20 hours to do a painting, I mean, that that's 20 hours worth of work. And it's not just, you know, it's not even just like work that, that you can, it's not, you're not sweeping a street, right? That really doesn't, it's, it's your talent. You either, mm-hmm. so yeah. you add value to what you're able to do that other people can't do. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Well, I think now's a good time for me to show you what what, what I can do, <laughs> can or can't do, right? So it's gonna it's gonna appear just below, so it'll okay. kind of appear next to your face, right? So on the on the left hand side is the actual picture. So to give you a bit of context, uh, there's a local band that G G Tom Mac loves as well, right? He came over here and they met them when we were filming the documentary. Uh, we love them. We filmed a music video. Good friends, Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves. Now I said to them, I was like, hey. How cool would it be if I if I kind of drew you guys right and and, and I'll send you over and they'll like, ah, please do please do right and uh, th- this is what I came up with. <laughs> I think that's great actually. <laughs> okay, I'm saying that's, that's a style. Like you think so? Yes, yes. I think you could market that. I yeah. Think, yes. Well- I tried to on Fiverr, but they were like, nah. Oh, man, I think it's awesome. <laughs> now, like animated series. 
Yeah. Just like that, you know? <laughs> the um, thing is, I literally, I used a Surface Pro and uh, what I done was I just took, obviously, that image. And as you can see, very real to life. I was just like, right, I thought the painting in the background, I'm just going to have to add a, an image and draw a frame around it because there's no way I'm painting someone else's painting, right? And then <laughs> if you look in the middle, that guy's called Connor, right? And uh, the band loved his because he, li he literally looks like a gruffalo bear. If you look, if you look <laughs> And I think, I think what I've found is what I tend to do is take people's personalities and draw their personality because if you look at wee cammy he's on the on the, the the absolute left he's a tiny wee guy right okay. you see him he's, he's just sitting there all like quite bashful so i thought you know oh. he that that's exactly what he's doing there he's just being the wee guy oh. down the bottom you you've got darren who's kind of giving you a semi smile right so if you look at the image i've drawn it's like he's not sure whether he's smiling or not right <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> we've got Michael, who's the guy in the yellow T-shirt. He's proper happy to be there. So you can see these personalities. See, you know I mean? the fact that you can explain how you, <laughs> you did this, I think really. Right. Thanks. Well, do you know what? See, from now on, when anybody tells me that I can't draw or that I'm terrible, I'm going to say, well, excuse me, but an actual artist told me that it was great. So... <laughs> Brilliant. Go along with it too. You make a, you know, Instagram and you market uh -huh. it. And <laughs> love it, really. I think the only, the only thing about that for me is my passion isn't there. I think it's, it's good for me to do right. now and then. But I think if you're going to do something like that, like yourself, you need to have that fire, and you really need to be like, I love it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I know that I know that I enjoy it, but I don't have that to really do it. I do it for podcasting. If you were to um, do it for fun, though. And it went viral. You're just like, <laughs> and, you know, yeah. just off, and then you're like the next what people? You sell next <laughs> one of your doodles. Hey, I'd absolutely. <laughs> again, absolutely. again, though that picture um, of Mark Sharp and the bicycle bicycle thieves when they when they make it big, which they will, that picture <laughs> could be worth an absolute fortune. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, especially yeah, if I get them to sign it. That could be an album cover, you know, like. I did say this to them. I did say it could be t-shirts. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're right. It could be, uh, I'm like, it could be your album. It could be your t-shirt. It could be Bye. your posters, everything. And they're like, yeah, it, it could. It could. <laughs> I was like, hey, guys, I've seen your new poster. Did you know? Like, <laughs> nah, what a joke. Now, the guys loved it, and, and it was fun. Um, I've got another, mm -hmm. another local artist here that I wanted to show you. And what I like about his art is, I don't know if you're familiar with it. You probably aren't. But there's a British group and uh, over here, and we see it in Scotland, and they're called the Mighty Bush. Have you ever heard of the Mighty Bush? Yeah. I know it sounds funny. Okay. You have, you have, right? So it's like no, no Fielding and Julian Barrett, and they have a specific style now. I think he's got something of that same vein, but different, which is good because it's unique to himself. When he does like landscapes and stuff, it's really quite cool. But he also has these these pictures that I could probably stare at for hours trying to figure out what the story is, right? Mm -hmm. And I just kind of wanted to kind of bring these up to kind of see what you, what yeah. your opinion is, if you had any kind of... So this is by Mark Deans. He's a, a local Scottish artist. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's really yeah. See what I mean by the... Like that one at the left, which almost kind of looks like... Top right, it looks like from a different artist. So there's some right. possibility in it. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Which is... And, and I like how symbolic... Like if you look at that that earth... And it's been held by like almost the, the hands of the devil. Right, right. Right. Again, it's yeah, interpretation, it's isn't it? Signature. I like the look of mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Colors too. 
Mm. Um, that one and that one to the left is really intricate. I think it's like mm -hmm. it's almost like he's kind of grown like a tree would, becoming right. human. Yeah. Yeah. I even mean, that, even that this subject is painted blue could all. Uh, have you know? Yeah, that makes me think of uh, is it Universe? The guy from uh, Watchmen. That's Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> Universe. <laughs> It's because I seen a. It's because I seen a, an F. <laughs> Universe. But that, that, that's class. Um, yeah. So Mark Mark Dean's he's an, an up and coming artist who at this point I mean he's done he's done really well. He's he's managed to have uh, some of his art published in a book that a local guy had kind of had published. Uh, he performs. So we're from quite a fruitful area. There's a lot of people in our area that are really succeeding in the the, the arts um, yeah. and. And that's why I kind of thought. District there, like you guys have a lot of. Um. Well, no, I mean, it's pretty good where we're from. Uh, there's a lot of musicians kind of on the rise from where we are at. One actually pretty much took over the world. Um. You, you know, Louis Capaldi. No. I don't know if you have not not well it's the first person <laughs> I've ever said uh, well yeah he he really took over the world but and, and rightly so because the guy's mega talented he made he had like a number one album in the US and the UK and whatnot and he's literally like a couple minutes away and um, we've got guys like Mark Deans Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves mm -hmm. uh, Robin Ashcroft we've got a lot of really really talented and really artistic people I mean, around artistic culture there I have oh yeah culture locally that's why i got really online oh, yeah that, that, like I said, i'm in the middle of nowhere in north carolina so yeah that's area. that's important i mean the cool thing about where we're at now is though you can go online and be part of these communities and these groups and i think with with your art especially when when you post a, a time lapse and someone watches that it's it's easily shareable because it's just right. you know people are in awe i mean T todd surprise here said said earlier he says uh just watch the eddie van halen painting video oh my god that is so oh. badass found me a new artist to follow thanks guys right <laughs> yeah so like yeah, i actually painted that when i had covid you actually had it oh no yeah, yeah. Wow. How? with covid i was like oh, i really want to paint this though i was like i felt terrible i was like wow. i got it done now <laughs> how badly how badly did the covid get you <laughs> like the flu like a flu. Uh, I was fortunate. It didn't get too bad. Yeah. Uh, After I finished that painting, I think I I slept for a whole day or something. Uh, God. <laughs> but I, I just put myself out. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. so you um, I can see you got huge musical influences from like Marilyn Manson to every, basically everything that I love. Uh, I've seen yeah. you paint. Um, so I take it music was a big a big part of your childhood. Did you did you start to write music or perform at all? No. No. No musical talent whatsoever. I'll leave that all with G Tom hack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, uh, actually, I wasn't exposed to a lot of music in general coming up. I mean, mm -hmm. I was more introduced to like not the bands I paint, uh, like Celine Dion, Barry Manilow, mm -hmm. the Beach Boys, kind of an older era music, kind of alternative or contemporary. Um, oh. So all this music's kind of new to me still. And like I said, I'll get inspiration from people recommending things and then I'll look into documentaries. And mm. I lived a pretty sheltered little life in Utah. So wow. I've, I've uh, explored a lot of new interests. So that's where I'm, you know, painting. That's brilliant. Inspiration, yeah. Oh, wow. what, was the, what was the first uh, painting that you, you sold? What, can you remember what it was? First one I sold... 
Yes, it was Jordan Peterson. I did it. <laughs> no uh, way, it was Jordan Peterson. No. You know who, is, like, who Jordan Peterson is? He's, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so my friend wanted wanted that one painted, and that was the wow. first one. Well, that was my first commission piece. Wow. See, here's something that we can actually relate to you on, right? So when you go for the first time ever and you, you get your very first job and your first paycheck comes in, you're like, oh, that's cool. That's what it feels like to earn money. But uh -huh. see when you do it based off your own back of something that you love, the first amount of money that comes in and you're like, well, I'd done this basically through something I would have done. I would have paid to have done. Right. right. Such a beautiful feeling. Right. See, when our ad revenue came in the first time. <laughs> yeah. we're just like so this is what it's like to to be paid for doing something you love it's it's such a glorious feeling that not not everybody gets to experience and i would definitely urge anybody to chase that you know i, I kind of look at that when when you wake up in the morning right see if i was to wake up every morning do the same nine to five and not have any ambition to 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 succeed at anything i really to me that's like a pointless meaning i know that some people are happy doing that and that's their jam like but for me i'm so hungry to to just chew down on something that that I love, so I've always got my fingers on so many different things. Uh, no pun intended, J Mac, and uh, <laughs> he always makes a stupid joke. I was waiting on it. <laughs> no, not today, <laughs> right? Not today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I think that itself is it's an achievement. It's one of those wee things you can tick off. And I did. Did you have that feeling yourself when you're like, "Wow, I just sold something I love"? Yeah. Absolutely, because I've worked retail basically mm -hmm. my whole life, you yeah. know, it's like there's fulfillment and customer service, but mm -hmm. not much, you know, <laughs> it's awesome to do what you love every day. You do have to be ambitious and still you work very hard, but at the end of the day, you have something to show for it. Yeah. Where in retail, you lock up and go home, you know, you don't really have anything to show for your day's worth of work. <laughs> Do you ever have moments where uh, you just think, I, ca I cannot face the canvas today? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. like it does get... Mental space that I got to get into. Like, I, I don't like unfinished projects. So when I get into something, I am all in till it's done. Like, people will be like, oh, I've been messaging all day. It's like, yeah, I know, but I use my phone for time lapse. And I'm sitting here for 10 or 12 hours. You know, <laughs> I just got to yeah. get it done. And then when I'm done painting, I need like four or five days off because I'm like, I'm not going to jump right into another one yeah. and get it done in two days. And it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'd be, you don't it wanna... would be terrible if you ended up hating it. You know, if, if, you, if you end up hating what you're doing because you're doing it too much. Right. Um, yeah. It's uh, always, you just always a danger. Perspective on what you paint too because it's all about mm -hmm. the subject matter. Some designs, I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm not waiting. I'm going to do this right now because I'm so excited, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I've kind of watched you the way you do it and you you look at it and it's like for me I would probably draw the guy first and then try and factor in the background for you it's like you just kind of sweep across the page and it all kind of comes out like where the hell how can you fall into that you know what I mean how does that oh I just started doing it one day and this is how it works how it depends on the design sometimes yeah. I'll do people first and then do the backgrounds um or sometimes yeah, sometimes I'll do the background first and put the people in front. It's so weird. Yeah. I don't know how I choose. It just yeah. Just kind do of you have a do you have a favorite piece that you've done? Oh, <laughs> uh, my favorite one is from is G Tom Mac. That one. Yeah. Was, yeah. I did yeah. for him, and that was the first painting that I'd ever done with zero intention of profit. You know, like mm -hmm. 
besides the very first one I ever painted, you know, yeah. it was the only one I did for myself, you know, mm-hmm. and I epoxied it. I did like an epoxy finish and it was perfect. I always, there's always imperfections in epoxy. It's like, you're going to get one stray hair or, mm-hmm. you know, one divot where you're like, I don't even know how, like why it didn't self level right there. No, but this one was perfect. So I was so wow. happy. Wow. I mean, I imagine for me, like if I was, if I could paint like you, I'd probably paint it and be like, ah, someone's like, okay, I'll get, I'll give you, you know, a thousand pound for it or whatever. But like, no, leave it. It's mine. Like, do you ever get like, no, these are my babies. So I'm not selling them. Do you ever get that with some? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a lot of originals around my house. It's like yeah. the shadow gallery is my house. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> some, there are some pieces, like I've got the t- original tool piece that I painted. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is some all-time favorite. I had the grunge piece, the Mount Grunge mm-hmm. with the Nirvana and Kirk mm-hmm. Cobain, Chris Cornell. Yeah, they'll, they'll stick around for a long time. I did finally sell Mount Grunge for. I had it for uh. years, but I make those. I, I have a problem not selling things as for as much as I probably could. Mm. I have to make my living doing that. I can't yeah. sell things forever. They gotta sell. Yeah, I might throw a little extra on top, you know. Like, it doesn't sell, it can just sit there. Yeah, one in my house. I have a yeah, yeah, it's win win, eh? Because if you try to discourage them from buying it and they're like, I'll still pay that, you're like, Oh, well, I suppose I can't, but yeah, so I have some pieces. Uh, it's insane, isn't it? Um, were you a big Lost Boys fan initially when you painted G Tom Mac and the guys from the Lost Boys? Um, not not really. <laughs> yeah. Are you a fan of anything that you paint? <laughs> everything, eventually everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, I just wasn't all that familiar with any mm-hmm. of this stuff until recently. So, yeah, I was a fan, and I love the imagery of it. I love vampires, and mm. I didn't know G. Tom Mack actually had any involvement with the film actually until after I did the Lost Boys painting. He reached out to me on Instagram and was like, hey, I I wrote the theme song for Lost Boys. Mm -hmm. And okay, I admit, I'm usually very thoughtful in my responses, but I was busy and I just Uh thought it was someone who did like a cover or, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll check your stuff out. Like, I (laughs) I didn't know who it was. I didn't look. And then, like, I think I doubled back like a couple days later. I was like, let's check out this guy's stuff. I was like, oh, he met, he actually wrote the song for Lost Boys. I kind of feel a bit silly right now, but yeah, yeah. I think think Marlon Manson done the cover. He was someone that that you could be like, you know, I'll check it. I'll check your stuff out, Marlon. Now, G, um, for for us, like the amount of stuff G's done and just how talented he is, but yet still, how can it? Right, amazing. It's so easy to listen to. It's so relatable. Like it's so good, mate. See the the. The Lost Boys story, the the musical mm-hmm. soundtrack. Have you heard all that? Absolutely. There's a song in it called Long Hot Summer, man. I think that's like one of my favorite songs ever. Not even just on yeah, G Tom Mac. First time I heard it, it was last summer, and I jammed that all summer. Mate, <laughs> how brilliant is it though? Eh? <laughs> it really is. I, I I mean, I'm so like we're so kind of blessed to be doing the documentary with him and kind of yeah. picking his brain. And he came over here and we we spent like three days together over here in Scotland, and it was just an absolute blast. Um, G has has still has a, a lot of energy in him. And uh, there was a point where we were we went out to a recording studio to meet with that band that I drew, and uh, on the way home, 
so G is sitting next to me in the back of the car and it and we were talking a bit about what we're gonna do in the documentary and he's like, Yeah, that's that's great, that's great. And then he kind of goes like this. Right? And he nods off and I'm like I'm like, it's been it's been a long day, right? And then he goes like it goes like this. So another great idea. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he has ideas in his sleep. Yeah, I was like, what the hell, G? So I thought you were sleeping. Oh <laughs> it was it. It was really good. I mean, do you know we've we've been friends with G for like what for a long time now and we've never had him on the show yet because well, I think there's going to be yeah because I think that there's going to be yeah well well kind of we don't want to kind of bring him on and and do all the the chatting about his life and stuff like that when we we've got that story to tell anyway but I think time and time and we'll be right and we'll get him on because people people that that look at the lost boys and they look at that if you look at G's persona on the internet if you google him right mm-hmm. you see a very a very gothic looking um serious writer right when you see g in real life and you meet him he, he's got that in him but there's so much more right that people yeah and i think i think that's something that'd be pretty cool to kind of bring that out so if we ever have like when we have g on it will need to be something about like you know we're all talking about a movie so not so much to talk about g but to have mm-hmm. g on and talk about something else and get his opinion right. on things. That would be absolutely cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he's gonna have him on here with me. If yeah, that he could have just because we all know each other uh, kept it away from him on certain details. You know? <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I well, I mean, that that he's definitely. A, he's yeah. a big fan, so he would he would uh, do better at uh, talking about me than I would. <laughs> oh mate we've heard all about you that's why we were like hey we actually we need to kind of speak to her because what i liked about it as a story is for me the the really key moment was when he said you just decided i'm going to do this and not so many there are people in life that i think if they just done that they would be in a place where they would you know where everybody wants to be and i, I think to, to kind of bet on yourself it's daunting right. but it, it's so rewarding when you do you know, I mean, we're we're halfway there, kinda. But you yeah. you've done it, and I think that that's such a teachable thing. And and you you're comfortably, you know, doing what you want to do, and not having to like beg in the streets just to do it. You know, and right. I think that yeah, there's a lot of prioritizing where your money goes when you make it, and a lot of mm-hmm. reinvesting that you've got to do. Like mm-hmm. this thing, this beat. yeah, yeah, love it. Uh, that's a large format printer, so I do all my own uh, prints now. That's so amazing. Huge. I mean, for an artist, that's a big like initial investment, and mm-hmm. it take some time to get that money back. But hey, it's building, yeah. building the brand, building it as a business. Mm-hmm. You know, not outsourcing. I can fulfill orders mm-hmm. quicker. I'm in control of the quality. I can get it out right away. So yeah, how uh, yeah, how important has your, your social media presence been to the success of your sales? Yeah, pretty huge. Um, mm. It's hard to say. Uh, my Etsy account, I think I definitely bring most of my traffic because that's all through statistics. They'll show you like where your traffic is coming from. So mm-hmm. most of it is brought from social media. Um, and I've tried to move away from Etsy a bit. So I have my own website now. It's hard to know where the traffic for the website's coming from. But mm-hmm. social media is invaluable in business nowadays. So really growing your online presence is huge and being kind relatable someone someone wants to follow not just because of what you do but because of who you are you know mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. Um, I try to approach it that way as well on my social media. I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was uh, I was off. I was completely off of social media for probably over a year. I just had enough of the the whole thing, but. Kevin pulled me back into it with the the podcast, and it is it's so instrumental to to actually getting getting what you're doing out there. Um, but so it's a necessarily evil almost. Right. See, if I didn't have to have it for my art, I'd probably do the same. You know, but if you keep it professional, you're it's it's an extension of what you love to do. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad. You know, it's not yeah. as bad as a, a yeah. profile where you're sharing. I'm just not that interested in sharing, you know, that much detail about my life. People, you know, look, look what I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to read comments on what people think about what I ate, you know. But <laughs> I love to read comments on artwork, you know, and respond yeah. to people who are responsive to my art and mm-hmm. have questions or want commission work or things like that. So it kind of takes takes that bad part out of social media for me. <laughs> Yeah, I think, do you know what I love about art? And I don't know if you'd probably agree with this, right? It's any time I've ever written a song, uh, I've been playing music for years as well, right? And when we, especially now that J-Mac and I, uh, (laughs) I know, why did his name's not even J-Mac, his name's Jordan, right? I'm like, what? (laughs) um, So um, when we do podcasts, right, when you make your paintings, when a singer uh, writes a song, when they record that song, right? hundred years from now we can be gone but our work will still be there especially now that the internet exists and i think art is a form like you know everybody like instinctually we're all built to want to survive not die right and and the the idea that one day we won't exist is terrifying right it really is yeah some kind of legacy (laughs) right and i think art art is the way that you do that Mm -hmm. look at kurt cobain right died in 1994 and still today, like kids are still learning about them. Kids are mm-hmm. discovering Nirvana for the first time. Oh, wow, I would do, do that again. Yeah, right? but no, nobody's learning about a customer service rep from 1994. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, I, literally. I think that that's the beauty of art, and I think that's your key to immortality, right? That's something that G. Tom Mack would sing. He would write a song about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that's a lyric in one of his songs. Um, <laughs> Mark Deans has said, "Music and art are the only reasons I'm still on socials. It's quite toxic place, but imperative to the process. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's the only reason I'm on there too. So, and even then, it's like I kind of have a rule: don't read the comments. But I haven't gotten big enough to not have to read the comments. I enjoy yeah. it, but man, I'll get a hundred great." outstanding compliments and then i'll get one person who says something super rude and unnecessary i'm just like it nags me all day i'm like oh i shouldn't have read the comments <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tend to find that if if you've got a hundred positive comments and one negative the the problem is that person there's nothing Absolutely. wrong i know you just got to tell yourself that you know it's still yeah. hard not to take it personal when it's something so personal to you you know it's your art yeah, yeah we'll the, see. the type of person that's had a five-minute break in between feeding their forty-six cats, and they just want to say something bad to somebody. That's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What you should do, what we do, we we play with them a little bit. Someone uh, commented on one of our episodes. Now we've got like over half a million listens on our on our show, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and in the space of two years, and someone will say something like, you know, listening to this has made me want to go and jump off a bridge, and I'm like, that's probably something you should do, mate. 
So like, just just play <laughs> with them terrible. a little bit. Just <laughs> hey, if 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 we've made you want to do that, then hey, don't let us stand in your way. Just ban. I suppose you. I mean, I suppose if we ever really get to the next tier, and uh, someone goes back and looks at that comment, they're probably <laughs> going to be like, "Yeah, we're, we're in trouble." <laughs> Especially now. So, I mean, for yourself, it's probably not the same, but I mean, I kind of, yeah. I, I always stand by these rules to myself, right? And I don't think everybody does. And this is the issue with social media is it's, uh, you're not held accountable to what you say, right? If you're in, the, if, if you're in a bar, if you're in the street and someone comes up to you and says something really rude, you can punch them in the face and they, they can expect that, right? Mm -hmm. But behind the keyboard and, you know, behind the avatar, right. they can say what they want. They can let their real selves be there. And they don't they're not held accountable for it. And I think that is a coward. And right. for that, for that reason, uh, you you can't I can't match myself with that. I'm like, yeah. you know, when you say it to my face, then I'll take it seriously. Because then I know you mean it because you can be held accountable for it. Otherwise, it's they're dust in the wind, man. Right. Yeah, well, what I understand is it's like there's so much content out there. If you don't like my work, don't follow me. You know? Right. If mm. you don't like the podcast, don't listen. You know, just yeah. move on. Do your own mm. thing. Yeah, I don't this... entertain them at all. Actually, if it's depending, if it's constructive criticism, I'll leave it up. But if it's just unnecessary, I remove mm -hmm. it because it just breeds that toxicity in your comments, and people yeah. are going to come on board with and against them. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, like, defend you or, and I just don't want that in my feed. You know, I don't. Yeah, I want it to breed in my you know, accounts. It's just. That. <laughs> I mean, if you can find something negative to say about about your time lapses, I mean, you you're really going to have to look. I mean, what that that girl's wearing odd socks. I mean, that's pro not that you have, but that's probably <laughs> yeah. what I imagine how bad how bad it gets, right? Because you're watching art being created. Um, and one thing I noticed, you don't tend to get very messy. You're quite a clean no, artist, not really. right? Uh, no, my legs will get paint all over them that's normally why i wear shorts and i do right. wear jeans sometimes i'll put a black towel over my jeans and then put my paper towel on top of that <laughs> but um yeah i get paint on my legs actually yeah. there's paint on everything in my house but <laughs> i get yeah. mostly clean i clean up between each paint session and everything too i mm. do get a lot of crap for wearing shorts people like does she have to wear shorts uh, <laughs> that's I, a, a, again it's just people that want to say something negative for no yeah, good reason sorry you're jealous i don't know i'm not trying to be that way but it's like <laughs> i'm not doing anything wrong and you're just yeah. coming up like I don't yeah know. It's not <laughs> well i mean I think what they're kind of referring to is you do get like instagram models and stuff that they'll be you know they'll be promoting a new type of phone case, a phone cover. Right. And they're they're wearing stuff you're like, that doesn't need that. But that's that's what's attracting the people to their social media posts. And I think because they're seeing that that's not why people are coming. People are not coming to see you in shorts. They're coming to see the art that you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. But someone negative like that who's probably just sitting on their ass all day is like, well obviously it's not to do with that art. It must be to do because she's been something to be upset about. So I... Exactly. Again, you're not my customer. Scroll exactly. up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to market to you, obviously. <laughs> I'm gonna get. A I'm gonna get a T-shirt with that on it. You're not my customer. <laughs> that's, that's a catchphrase. <laughs> Mark Dean says, "I've got my skanky paint shorts on right now. Actually, so gross, but completely necessary." <laughs> I, wa I wonder if anybody comments on his painting posts and says, "Why is he wearing shorts?" <laughs> He's wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> it has to. Uh, I don't have to 
my short, like I just end up with paint all over my bare legs and acrylic paint just comes right off, you know? So it's great for me. And I'm in my yeah. own home, you know, in my own space. It's, I'm not trying to look good, you know, like just getting comfortable painting for 12 hours. Too. So yeah. I, uh, yeah. I think it's something that people maybe just don't understand. And that's just that you can't make everybody understand anything nowadays, even if it's like straight in their face. Um, so when you, when you um <coughs> you're doing your stuff which is completely unique to yourself do you ever look online and, and come across different artists that you maybe admire and and you've got a bit of a a, a hunger to kind of try and replicate anything else like because you also have your your very own style if, like like you said mark dean's had two very different style of paintings mm -hmm. is there anything else you want to move into or are you kind of uh, set well, I get inspiration from all kinds of mm -hmm. artists that use all kinds of different mediums, but uh, I really want to get into spray paint murals. Largely. Yeah. Now, I've done some with acrylic, but there's so much limitation on it because acrylic paint dries so fast. Mm -hmm. You can't do those large scale pieces and do any kind of blending. So, yeah, I'm going to pick up some spray pans and like uh, big old tarp on the back of my house this summer. And yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I've gotten into watercolor um, recently. I I don't do that. Like that's what mm. I do for fun, and then right. my work and my fun art. <laughs> nice. Um, my uh, a guy on our team, Scott Kempick. He does some really cool watercolor stuff. I think that's beautiful. It's like you're dropping paint into water and other paint. I mean. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're talking to a seasoned artist here. I showed you my stuff earlier. But I think that's what you do, right? You just get some paint and drop it in some water and whatnot. I mean, that's I kind of... I love, I love... It's probably one of my favorite, like, yeah. buying art for myself, like originals. I'm always mm -hmm. drawn to purchasing original watercolors. Mm -hmm. People's original watercolors. Because I just like the style of it. It's just mm -hmm. different. I, I like playing with them because the paint actually moves. Acrylic is so hard to move on canvas, where it's yeah. like water on paper and it's like paint's just like it's, it's so easy yeah <laughs> so easy to move not to make it look good <laughs> yeah i've uh, I, i've seen videos of this artist you might be familiar with him um he's a he's a fella that he gets the the canvas and he sprays and then he, and then he'll spray again and he'll put different parts of paper over the canvas and then he'll spray over that and then he flips it around and it's like oh, an amazing yeah. picture of someone have you seen that before Probably not him specifically, but I've uh -huh. crazy things like that. Like one person only uses their face and they put paint like on their face and then move it around the canvas and flip it upside <laughs> down. And it's like a portrait. And it's amazing. That is just showing off. Like it's, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> like, what do you do for a job? Child, like, like, he paints with his, could he do the same thing with his, with a brush? Probably not. Mm. So yeah. Or is that just like his style? That's what makes it, like, uh, what works for him. I wonder, I wonder if he came across that. I, see, I, I wonder if he's if he ever got accidentally hired for a kid's birthday party for face painting. You know? No, <laughs> I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now exactly how that happened. What happened was, right, he was probably doing something and paint fell and it smacked on his face. And then he was like, oh, I've got nothing to wipe it on. Saw just like a white wall and scraped his face across the white wall. And then it was like the Mona Lisa. He was like, uh -huh. my God! <laughs> it's like... It's like the bit in Forrest Gump where he wipes the mud off his face, and it's the you know the smiley the smiley logo. Um, the uh, I mean, I, I think me personally, when it comes to art, I like it when people use pencil, charcoal, paint, 
when they start going into using bodily fluids and stuff, oh, yeah. I stop I stop enjoying it. <laughs> so it's it's nice to see some some real art. Yeah, there's bodily one that I follow on Instagram that's incredible. Uh, her name's Sugar Fox Art, I believe, but she takes garbage and turns it into sculptures and paints it like animals. Like it is incredible three D art with trash that she upcycles you know stuff people are throwing away it's all plastic and she turns it into animals and paints it all amazing it's really cool like yeah so i like non-traditional art too but you're right some bodily fluids i don't know i give into that <laughs> hold on a second here let's back us up for a minute bodily fluid art now i don't yeah. know if i'm just like going against the grain here but i've never seen that where are you guys seeing this stuff it tends to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it tends to be people trying to be very edgy or trying to make a political statement. Um, but yeah, they'll, they'll paint using, you know, period blood. It's it, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard someone painted using period blood, and was it not like a big masterpiece? Oh, it probably what? sold for a lot of money to some weirdo. Like I said, it's all about how you market it. I mean, it's in the right market, you know. <laughs> it's usually a guy sitting in the corner with like three bits of hair eating grapes gone <laughs> why buy a painting <laughs> why is he eating grapes because <laughs> he's just he, he's eating grapes while staring at you it's got you've got to have the eye contact as he's eating the grapes and he's got to be eating like that that is the target audience to that kind of stuff unless i'm just so out of touch <laughs> have you um... <laughs> well who knows uh, with with your kind of art, obviously you're painting like these these musical icons and guys from movies. Have you had anybody that you've painted reach out to you and say, "That's me. I'd love to own this." I haven't had anyone reach out and want to own it, but mm -hmm. uh, like Raekwon and uh, Inspector Deck both wow. shared that uh, Wu Tang painting I did and liked it. That's brilliant. That. So that was cool. I didn't have to say anything to me. Um, ah. Let's see who else I had. Uh, Neil, ooh, not gonna be able to get his name right. He's the Zlozauer, Neil Zlozauer. He's the photographer for Van Halen who did the photograph that I used as reference for that Van Halen piece. Oh, wow, he out to me, uh, gave nice. me to use it and then use another one of his photographs as reference for another painting. Yeah. That was cool. Mm. I think that's it. Do you do you need permission to like so if you take a photograph and paint it, do you need permission to sell that? That's a big old grey area. <laughs> the, the old grey area. And yeah. moving on. Well, see how I would how I would describe this is just from a podcasting standpoint, right? How the grey area works here. And this is maybe not so much now that we're now that we're video and we're on YouTube. Initially we were just a, a straight, you know, Spotify, you would listen, you wouldn't be able to see us, right? Mm -hmm. And we would use we would use uh, so if we played, if we were talking about a movie, we would use the theme from the movie, and the so the, the intro would happen. You would hear a bit of the theme just to set. For me, I think you need to set the mood if you're going to talk about something. And then people would say, "How are you allowed to use that music?" And I'm like, "It's a grey area." Now this is the grey area. They haven't taken it down. No one sent me a letter to come and get me. Uh, so I'm just winging it here, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Some, it's a tough uh, question to answer, but uh. Like that's why I use remixes in my time lapse videos, you mm, know. Right. I, yeah. 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 That is smart. I don't know how it's legal for them to do remixes and not 
know well i I can explain to you how that works kind of right so see see uh, if you notice that the the intro as well we also used a cover version of Mm -hmm. the song that we played and here's here's how it works for online so google have this uh uh, you know, obviously, a waveform. Every song has an uh, an identity, uh, a waveform. So it's it's like mm-hmm. it's DNA, right? So if I was to take Cry Little Sister right now and play it on a video on YouTube, right? Google have Cry Little Sister's waveform, right, mm-hmm. from the record company. All that record company's music, all the back catalog, mm-hmm. is all identified with these waveform IDs, right? So if I play it, the minute that youtube recognizes because it when you when you process a video the minute it recognizes that waveform because it will check your full right. right the minute it recognizes it it's like copyright strike right Do you know what's really funny we get uh we get artists uh musical artists come on here sometimes and they'll say oh like we had a, a producer she came on she's like my daughter she's in a great band can you please play the song at the end right so we're like, oh that's fine so ladies and gentlemen seeing us out as her daughter's band and we play the the music Mm-hmm. Copyright strike. I'm like, well, I... <laughs> you, you can literally hear us getting You're permission. welcome. You're welcome. We were, we were asked to play it, and now we're not getting paid for this. Like, the algorithm will get you. But just because you're not caught doesn't mean it's not still illegal. I don't, I don't know where it is with music as far as remixes go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 te- I definitely get that. Um, it's, it's a strange one that if you, yeah. if you reinterpret the song, then it's yeah. okay. Well, I you think. Know. That's the same with painting. Is you reinterpret the photograph? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. realistically, you you're doing it. I mean, Dave Grohl's face is going to look the same in four different photographs, right. regardless of who made it. So if you're taking yeah, that photograph, does remove it quite a bit from from the reference. You know, yeah. I think as long as long as um, as long as you're not directly copying that, directly copying it is forgery. So as long as you're not directly copying it and adding your own twist to it, then it's fine. Mm. I don't know. Even it's not a great. Yeah, I mean, if if you're if you're creating something from something, right? You're borrowing. I mean, every song in the world, you can hear that something's been borrowed, and that's essentially what you're doing with painting. So you're creating from something else, and everything has to be created from somewhere. So I, I totally, I think you should be able to paint anything you want, regardless to how, what you use for reference. Because if you're painting right. someone's face, the, it's still their face, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of. Well, you know, it's I try mm-hmm. to respect them as artists themselves. Well, absolutely. Uh, you know, there's yeah. all that consideration that has to be taken before using certain reference photos. So yeah, yeah. That's part of the gray area. I don't want to step on anyone else's toes, you know. But yeah, why? Yeah, I use references. That's uh, otherwise I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do what I do. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, if, if I was a photographer, I, I couldn't see that I would be so annoyed that someone used a picture to create something from that. I would be more, for me, I'd look at your work and be like, wow, thanks for using my picture as a reference to be part right. of this. You know what I mean? That's kind of that, but I suppose not everybody has that. That, uh, yeah. no, that just... They're making money on their photography and you're making money off of their photograph. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they actually did that. Um, it, was, it was when they made Wayne's World. They used Bohemian Rhapsody without asking permission, and they got a letter from Queen. They were like, "Oh no, here we go!" Oh, and the letter just said, "Thanks for using our song." <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes it's yeah, sometimes it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you ever find? I mean, have you ever sat and done and done a full painting? You finished it. You step back and look at it and go, "No, that's not right." 
and then have to start again. I can't imagine that based on what I've seen, but um no, I've never done that. <laughs> good. <laughs> I mean, I'll step back sometimes be like, I hope other people like it more than I do, but I'm the most critical person of my own work too. So uh-huh. We kind of get that somewhere where we go, that episode could have been better. It was a bit of a stinker. Yeah, yeah. And then someone will go online and be like, that was a stinking episode. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Not much there, right? Only I'm allowed to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Dean says, uh, we used Charlie Chaplin sketches in the Dark Means album and were told pretty much to never put it on Spotify or Apple Music. So there we go. Uh, um, Dark Means was like a an album they done where he made music to go along with his art, which is quite, I think that's an amazing concept. And uh, yeah, so that, that's, I wonder, I wonder who told them to, to never use it. I mean, that's quite unfortunate, but yeah. hey, the old grey area. <laughs> yeah, it happens. When it happens, you just have to, you know, accept yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And what, what, do you have any, any kind of new stuff coming up soon that like lockdowns kind of, for us anyway it's it's on its way out we're maybe able to travel again and that do you see yourself because i think you would be perfect at the cons you know g tom mac uh travels sometimes to do the cons manchester and whatnot hey what's to say that you couldn't travel with them and you you could do the art how many artists have we met j mac where they're selling you know that printer behind you they're taking their prints and they're selling them at these vending stalls and i think that would be pretty cool what that could be very lucrative with the type of stuff that you're doing people love that that style um of art so yeah well i know i know that this year the uk ones are opening and uh if, if Gito mac is doing any of them it'd be a quite a good shout to kind of to do that loop with them because uh we we've seen not obviously i can't say like your art but we've seen art uh and what they do is they paint the original and then they create these wee prints they take mm-hmm. it to a table and it's all of movies and pop culture and i've seen that you've done obviously lost boys what what are some of your favorite movies that you would happily make these prints of or tv series i do a lot of breaking bad i actually oh, yeah. to post today that no one's seen yet <laughs> oh nice looking forward to it uh, let me guess is it is it both uh jesse and and uh Walter. How, are they wearing the suits Nope, I've already done that one actually. Oh, nice, nice. Do you know how many people have have said that I'm like uh, Jesse Pinkman? I think it's Jordan's brother. <laughs> you know a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get Ron Perlman. Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, a Hellboy one would be really cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I, be cool. I, I haven't done a lot of superheroes or anything. So mm. if I did, it would have to be the live action version of superheroes. I don't, mm-hmm. and then. I'm not familiar enough with the genre. Like, I feel like I'm going to upset people. Like, you didn't put him in the right suit, or you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know the intricacies of it. I just know I would upset somebody. <laughs> I just, just blame it on the photographer. Just like, I used the picture for reference. Blame this guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. The actor I pick, like, oh, I liked this Spider-Man better than this Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> oh well, we're on that subject. Who is your favorite Spider-Man? <laughs> See, not not everybody likes the comic book movies. Uh, well, Spider Man for me is Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that's probably the only one I've ever seen, actually. <laughs> well, I'm fine with that. That's <laughs> all you need to see. <laughs> no, I, I think um, I think everybody just everybody just assumes that everybody loves superhero movies, but I got so fed up of them. 
Um, it's every it got a superhero movie used to be an like a, an event. You know, it was every every now and again, every few every few years you might get a superhero movie, and then it got to the point where every few years you got a movie that wasn't a superhero movie. Everything else was, and I just got so fed up of it. Um, but big market though. Yeah. I, even though I'm not that into it, this is something I would explore. If someone was like, "Oh, I really want a, a Batman painting with the Joker," I'd be like, "Oh, great!" So I'll do my research. I'll watch the shows. I'll gain inspiration. I'll inform myself before I do this painting. And then I'm a huge fan of Batman. You know, and so I like <laughs> being exposed to things that I wouldn't otherwise paint. I think that's expand myself. You know. It's, a, it's quite a cool wee journey. I mean, we kind of do the same thing. We watch something and then we chat about it and go, we should do a podcast on that. So we look further into it and we kind of familiarise ourselves and then we do a, an episode and then it's out there in the ether of all the content that you can kind of find regarding that. Eh? Um, yeah. Before before we wrap up, I did kind of want to ask, um, so you're, you're, you're at home painting. Obviously, the world's going to open up. What are, what are some of the really cool things that you would like to do as an artist? I've seen people like build, like you got the, the buildings big side of side of a house someone will paint something really amazing what are some of the things you're like on your bucket list of of an artist's jobs to do that you'd be like one of these days that's what i'm going to do i'd like to do a mural yeah just something really big and outstanding uh with spray paint preferably um mm. to develop that skill and otherwise i'm pretty happy with what i do uh yeah the larger the better so i'm excited to see where it goes but yeah happy absolutely. Where at. so anything more is just you know Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, it's, it's it's unbelievable. You kind of just came out in nowhere um, for us, and we just kind of started following your work. And from there, it's kind of cool to see where you'll go next. And it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, we'll need to get you on again at some point. Maybe we'll get you on with Jay, and we'll talk about our favorite movies. And you could and you could tell us how uh, how it was researching Batman and which Batman is your favorite from Michael Keaton right up to the Robert Pattinson version that's on its way. I don't know that he would have an answer. Maybe he would. I'm going to ask him. Oh, mate, mate. G has worked. Do you know the funny thing is, we'll say, G, what do you think of this? And he'll go, oh, you know, I wrote the song for that movie. You know, I worked on this. <laughs> yeah. I, I know him. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's usually the case. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. And so people can go ahead and follow you at V Shadow Gallery, which is your house, which is your 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 gallery and people can go ahead you're on instagram facebook uh do you do tiktok that's one place i'm not no, no you probably should by the way i think snapchat. you would you would be on fire uh, i mean snapchat maybe not but tiktok is right up for what you're doing tiktok would be amazing uh, people will get lost in your videos i think you would be really yeah. good there for sure and, and by the way you don't even have to look at the comment section it's just one of those swipe watch video swipe things i don't do it but i know people that do but for me it's not a, so um so people can't find you on tiktok yet but yeah. they can go ahead and check you out on Facebook. You have also a website, www.vshadowgallery, where they can probably ask you for a commission if you're not too busy. Um, and you can, guys, go ahead and watch all these amazing time-lapse videos. I mean, it's literally your your posts are covered in all these different amazing, uh, the, like the background here is jackass. You know, so there's something for absolute everybody. And there's a style to which you do it to the point where I, I'm confident enough to say that if someone put your work against 10 different artists i'd be able to pick yours out and i suppose that's what you want when you want to be a you know an original artist yeah well, absolutely thank you for having me. i appreciate all the kind words no <laughs> it's, uh, no hey it's earned i mean we don't blow don't get me wrong sometimes we get guests on where we're like aye so that was all right <laughs> <laughs> 
like, like we, we don't blow smoke. Your stuff. <laughs> your your stuff is it speaks for itself. So we're yeah. only speaking what everybody's thinking. So it's been an absolute pleasure. And th- thanks again for for giving us your time. And hopefully everybody that's watched us today and listened on Spotify and everywhere will go ahead and check you out. Um, because like I said, there's a story, but you can see the story playing out. And it's you kind of finding the character, finding the people that you're painting, uh, using the reference and <laughs> and going ahead and creating something completely unique and new. And it's quite a pleasure to watch. Thanks so much. And the best of luck to you for every future Thank endeavor. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be amazing. Um, we really look forward to seeing what happens with your work in the future. Okay. All right. Thanks very much, guys. As always, I have been Kevin Wells. J Mac, I'm joined today with <laughs> Victoria Galetley. Okay. I said it right. See, I didn't. I was like to question myself. To question myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>